Hi, and welcome to the fifth episode of the Classified Coffee Podcast. My name is Madison Coffee, and I'm your host. In today's episode, we'll be talking about the DC Snipers. The DC Snipers consisted of John Allen Muhammad, who was age 41, and Lee Boyd Malvo, who was age 17. These two people led several shootings and attacks in the DC area. Without further ado, let's get started. With the first shooting, several victims were injured or killed. Within the first 15 hours, the North American media soon devoted enormous coverage to the shootings. During the weeks when the attacks occurred, the random shootings generated a great deal of public apprehension, especially at service stations in the parking lots of large stores. This caused a lot of people to run around at gas stations while they were pumping their gas, and it caused some stations to put up tarps around the awnings over the fuel pumps so people would feel safer. Not only did gas stations do this, people actually started to fuel their cars at the naval base instead of normal gas stations to feel safer for themselves. As the investigation began, Montgomery County Police Department and its chief, Charles Moose, started various different types of evidence collecting. Police tried to respond within minutes of reporting attacks, and they did all they could at the scenes of the attacks. As the police conducted their investigations, they started to develop a list of different people and things to suspect. Early eyewitness reports included a white box truck with dark lettering and a gray car speeding away from the scene. Not only did they suspect cars, police also found tarot cards left as calling cards, with one including a death card that had the words, Call Me God, written on the front. On the back of the tarot card, it stated, For you, Mr. Police, code Call Me God, do not release to the press. Not only were these tarot cards left, at later crime scenes, the shooter left long handwritten notes sealed inside of plastic bags. One included a rambling sentence that demanded $10 million and threatened the lives of the children in the area. As their investigation proceeded, police officers got a call from the shooter, which was traced to a pay telephone at a gas station. Police missed the suspects by a matter of a few seconds. On the call, the sniper was boasting about a previous unsolved murder in Montgomery, Alabama. This was linked to a shooting at a liquor store. Believe it or not, authorities said that they matched Malvo's fingerprint found at a middle school shooting with one lifted from the liquor store scene. This advanced their investigation tremendously. With all this new information, their investigation launched. They started to connect different people and different cars to the crime they hadn't before. They learned that Muhammad's ex-wife, who had attained a protective order against him, lives near the Capitol in Beltway in Clinton. Information was also developed about an automobile purchased in New Jersey by Muhammad. At this point, they had discovered that the New Jersey license plate number issued for Muhammad's 1990 Chevrolet Caprice had been checked by the radio patrol car several times in new shooting locations in various jurisdictions in several states. Finally, after all these months of investigation and terror, Muhammad and Malvo's car was found at a rest stop where they were sleeping. Police were called to the situation very quickly. Eventually, SWAT officers moved in to arrest them and eventually stole Bushmaster .33 caliber weapon and bipod were found in the back of Muhammad's car. Ballistic tests later conclusively linked the rifle to 11 of the 14 shootings, including one in which no one was hurt. Interestingly enough, the backseat of the car was modified to allow a person to access the trunk. Once inside, the sniper could lie prone and take shots through a small hole created for that purpose near the license plate. That's all for this episode. I hope I can catch you next week on the Classified Coffee Podcast.